Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Dad podcast. I'm your host, Brian Krupp. The purpose of this podcast is to create stronger men who create stronger families to contribute to a stronger world. To do this, we cover topics around six key dimensions that I believe are essential to be your most effective. Those are spiritual, self, family, community, work, and money. Now, today's topic is on how to grow and manage your career while not sacrificing your role as a father. I think many people can relate that it seems like a no-win situation nowadays. Either work lots of hours and advance in your career or thrive in your family life. And for most guys, this is a conflict. We all have this innate drive to succeed, to win, to be leaders, but we also see our families and how they struggle when we're gone too much or emotionally depleted when we're home. We yearn to win in both arenas, but it isn't exactly easy. I've been fortunate over the last 10 to 12 years to advance in my career working for some great companies while still making the time to lead and be with my family. However, I will say that it has been getting more and more difficult as I increase in responsibility and the positions I hold, and our culture doesn't make it any easier. Burnout and working long hours is like a badge that people wear, even if they do feel like they're being torn apart from the inside. And while I admire the work ethic of some of those people who are so dedicated to their work, and while I also fall into that bucket sometimes myself, I know it's not a healthy approach to life. And when one priority in life gets more attention, there's a natural downfall in another, like family life, friendships, or health. So what can you do? I believe the primary goal in our career is finding the intersection of our talents, what we're good at, our interests, what brings us joy, and our calling, what we feel compelled to do. If we're out of alignment on these elements, any career you have will be frustrating and feel like you're spinning your wheels. Maybe you're making lots of money, and that for sure would be hard to give up, but I'm guessing that your role is taking a lot of life out of you if you're not both interested and compelled to do that work. And once you find a career that matches those that criteria, going to work and the work itself becomes a lot easier to do and to manage. If you have a case of the Mondays, I would strongly encourage you to take some time to reflect why you have such a hard time going to work on Monday mornings. You can ask yourself, where am I strongest? How can I leverage that every day? What am I most interested in? What, how can I do that every day? And what am I most compelled to do? And how can I do that every day? Getting that right is going to pay dividends when it comes to our ability to be our best, not only at work, but also in our family life. If your wife and kids constantly hear you complain about your work or see you working crazy hours because you're out of alignment in these areas, then it's going to have a ripple effect on your emotional health, your marriage, and the development of your kids. Now, let's say you found the hidden gem, the career that matches all three of these criteria. Finding the right company is the next important piece. I want you to remind you of a previous episode I did with my friend Marcus, where we talked about the importance of building a community. One of the most important points that we made was to surround yourself with the people that represent the type of person you want to become. If you're working for a company who all work crazy hours, who gossip and tear each other apart, then it's likely you're going to fall prey to at least one of those bad habits. Remember, these are the people you spend at least 2,000 hours with every year. So this leads me to my point that we need to be especially careful about the culture of the company we choose to work in. Of course, pay and benefits are important, 
But what good are they if you're absolutely miserable going to work every day because you're in an ultra competitive environment where you find that people don't care about each other? You can help vet this out during the interview process by taking some time to ask questions like, can you give me an example of how things are usually done around here? Can you give me an example of how leadership managed a recent change? And maybe can you give me a recent example of how people usually collaborate? Once you start asking these questions, don't be afraid to probe if something sounds vague or maybe a little bit concerning. Now, you may also find a career that involves you being on your own boss and not working for a company as an employee. And even though I've never been in that situation myself, from the people that I do know that fit that mold, definitely have expressed that the blurred lines between work and family life do exist. However, you usually have more freedom to dictate your culture, decisions, and degree of impact you can have on your customers. And that's a natural segue to my next point, to identify your main customer in life. If you found the intersection of your talent, your interests, and your calling, you need to know the persona of your ideal customer. This is directly related to your calling. It's the group of people that you intend to serve through your career. I believe that if you get that part right, work is going to be a lot easier to manage because you're doing what you're good at, which will make it not feel so hard to do. You'll do what you like most of the time, which will make it more enjoyable to look forward to, and you're going to be having an impact on the people that you care about most. I say all this because it's instrumental to get it right if you're going to have work-life balance. I can't sit here and say only to work 35 hours a week and then you'll have a good family life. Because that may not be true if you have a job you hate that doesn't leverage your talents. It will actually have the adverse effect on your family health and ability to be a strong dad. Rather, it's much more compelling and serves as a better example if your kids see their dad get into a career they are absolutely passionate about with a clear connection to how it serves the community at large. Now, if you're in a job where you get to do your life's best work, that's awesome. And it may still come with some barriers in terms of time management. Here are a few general tips for how to maximize your success. First, spend below your means. When you're in financial constraint, it's a lot harder to have the freedom to find that right job that's good for you and your family. Second, plan your days and your weeks. And I don't do this perfectly, but I try to look at the day and the week ahead with my wife to make sure we are aware of any work and family conflicts. For instance, school pickups, important presentations, soccer, church, etc. This helps level set expectations and increase communication. Some weeks you may have to work a little bit extra because of a big presentation, but other weeks you can take a few hours off to help with the kids. Third, journal. I don't do this hardly enough, but when I do, it helps me give me the clarity around the root causes of my successes, my failings, my feelings, and what to do next. It helps me process the happenings of the day or week. Fourth, invest in the relationships at work that give you life. There are many great people in your workplace, but there are also people who may drag you down along with their unhappiness. So be mindful to spend extra time with people who you know are going to lift you up and who you can lift up. Fifth, be the kind of person that others want to be with and to work with. This means smiling, having a positive outlook, being curious, seeking to understand before being understood. Start off meetings trying to see others as humans and not as tools to get work done. And when you see problems, look for solutions. Don't complain. 
This will go a long way with your ability to be happy at work. Lastly, if you think about how you would want your kids to see you at work, that can be a powerful guiding principle for how you go to work and how you act with others. Well, that's a wrap for today. I really do sincerely wish you the utmost success in your career, and I hope that some of these tips and some of these guiding principles can be helpful for you. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you'll tune in again next time for our next episode on the All Things Dad podcast.